0: Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. died
0: midway through a bit, a radio bit, and I was told to never talk about it, and typically I, I wouldn't have, but that's what this podcast is all about, right? Just telling stories that I'm able to finally tell you and put you in a good mood and Hello. Welcome to the Certified Mom's Boy podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Kramer. Uh, this is a podcast where I feel like my mom's words can change your life. They have for me, and they will for you. And we start every single episode by talking to her. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. So Georgia is opening up as we speak right now. You know, I'm in California. My mom's in Georgia. Um, and so we're talking about how... Only the craziest of humans are the people that run out day one to go do the things because we're all, you know, when California opens up, I'm not going to go out and, you know, see how things are doing. I can't believe my dad was one of the first people in Georgia to go out on Friday. <laughs> what was his big rush to leave the house?
1: Because he needed a haircut.
0: <laughs> and why does he need a, a haircut? <laughs>
1: He hadn't had a haircut in two months, and it was driving him crazy. So about five days ago, he cut his own hair. (laughs) And he was asking me how did it look, and I said, honey, it looks fine. Yeah, (laughs) But he had this hair appointment scheduled from before, and he thought that he should get out and just try to do that because he hasn't been out of the house for six weeks at all.
0: I, I, that's, that's fine, but like, okay, I haven't had my haircut and shit, it's been probably before I came to see you guys, it was late February, then I got my haircut, maybe very early March, so today is okay. the 3rd of May, so that's what, two months? I'm at the two month mark? Right about there, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like if dad's schedule just, just sitting at home, <laughs> I don't know why the haircut was the priority. <laughs>
1: I told him that I was the only one that would see him, and I thought it looked fine. But it was important to him, and it made him feel better. So
0: it's just funny that of all things, like my dad rushed out to go get a haircut. That just seems so funny to me. He doesn't have a job; he just sits at home all day. Like you think that, yeah, I'll get around to getting a haircut, you know, when it's time. But whatever he's got to do, I guess we all got to do what we got to do right now.
1: We do. We're yep. just gonna do the best we can do to get through this.
0: That's right. Uh, I've been sitting here all weekend. I I struggle. I, I never realized how much of an emotional eater I am until I go through emotional things. I've been comfort eating. I would say way too much during this whole process. And so what I do is I go to the grocery store and I buy this food that I know is not good for me, and then I start to eat it and I feel guilty and I throw it away. So that's what I did with these cinnamon gummy bears. And I'm putting the story <laughs> oh, on my social media. Gosh. Is I bought these like this tub, you know, a little tub of cinnamon gummy bears, and I had probably a couple handfuls of them, and I was like, "This is not right. I don't need to be eating this much sugar right now because I don't try to eat a lot of sugar." And uh, so I was like, "No, that's it," and I threw them out. And then, like three days later, I had this really bad craving for the cinnamon gummy bears and i knew that they are in the bottom of the trash can and i've really had i've been weighing out the options all, for the last two days of is it worth me i don't know what all i've thrown away to be honest with you but they're definitely at the bottom of that trash can is it worth me sticking my hand down in there and grabbing those things out and getting them And then like what comes with that like i don't know i don't know what i've thrown away um <laughs> Now, I know that for sure they're in that plastic container. So once I get to the the container, I'm good. But uh-huh. it's the process of getting to that container is the, what I'm worried about. So – it's like it like taunts me every time I go to throw something away because I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this or not. This doesn't seem like a very good idea. <laughs> uh, but then I like sit here and I'm like, man, those gummy bears be really good right now. <laughs>
1: and you I can't mean, stop thinking about I them. No. I could
0: just right. go to the store and buy more, but it just seems so inconvenient. <laughs> so I'm not gonna go just for gummy bears. Like before, that was the good old days when you could just go to the grocery store because you were craving something. Now you got to put on your damn hazmat suit to be able to, you know, go get your get your item, your one item, which doesn't really wait outside, and it doesn't seem worth it to me. So I and somebody has
1: to take the risk of coming to be with you to give you that don't forget. Yeah, that yeah,
0: exactly what I'm saying. There's no there's no good way of doing this. So, I don't know, but then do I really want to say do I want to have that story on my conscience the rest of my life that I was so desperate <laughs> to go eat some gummy bears that I put my hand in the garbage and it's been there for I mean I probably haven't changed the garbage maybe pr- maybe all week but at least at least 5 days, you know. But you know so, what's in know. there, right? You're the
1: only yeah, one putting I garbage in there.
0: I, but I don't know exactly what's in there. It's really going to be a uh, risk. So I think I think there's probably pee pads in there. I'm sure. Oh no!
1: Oh no! Oh no! So oh dear. I just I don't
0: I don't think it's worth it. Have you ever gone through the trash though to get out food that you've wanted? Like I don't know if it's just a me thing. I don't know if people go through the trash to get food or not.
1: I can't say that I have, but maybe someone could call in that has eight 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 Kramer eight.
0: There you go. It's all it takes. I'm trying to be a good co-host host here. Right, know. exactly.
1: See? Just remember, plug the calls, plug the calls. We do love the calls though. Yeah,
0: for sure. It's great. Yeah. So the number is 888-Kramer8. <laughs> you can actually, if you do, no serious, I didn't plan on making that a topic, but I don't know <laughs> if I'm the only person and I haven't done it yet, but I'm really oh. strongly considering going through the trash can to get those gummy bears because it just seems that Like the cravings hitting me that hard. So we'll see. um, You don't have any other –
1: can you go eat a jar of honey or something?
0: (laughs) No. I don't – I'm the worst grocery shopper. Like I'm going to – this is how I'm going to die, I've decided. I'm going to die in quarantine because I'm just not – I'm not good at this kind of stuff. (laughs) Like I'm really good at some things. Anything creative, Mm -hmm. like I got you. But when it comes to like taking care of myself, Mm -hmm. but like in this kind of atmosphere where everything's kind of shut down or weird or strange – I'm this this is it. One way or another, this quarantine's gonna kill me. Like it's gonna be it's just the, the end of me. Um Honey,
1: I suspect just, you're the only person listening that feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I just I Don't we all feel crazy right now? Yeah, but like it's you can crazy. run your life by
0: yourself. Like you're fine. And like I'm usually fine, but that's if I have like my regular resources, right? Like mm-hmm. If I could just run down to Sprouts right now and get some cinnamon gummy bears, come back, I'd be fine. <laughs> What's going to happen? I'm going to go through a trash can, get some kind of like foodborne illness from like some type of bacteria that's on my hand and die.
1: We all have to make choices, honey.
0: I know. We have
1: to think about what's really important and do we want to take the risk, right? That's always the decision. Do we want to take the risk? Is it really important enough for us to take the risk? Dad thought it was important enough for him to have his haircut (laughs) to take the risk of going there.
0: Do you want to go get – will he talk to us right now? I want to find out about his haircut.
1: Yeah. Hang on.
0: Why don't you go get him real quick? Okay. Okay. <laughs> anybody there are you playing your own at bat music yeah <laughs> every time you come in you're gonna start playing that song that's it
2: baby Jimmy oh, okay. Mac. when are you coming back
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: yeah, do you want to explain what that song is? Because I don't think anyone yeah. listening probably knows that song. Probably
2: don't. Yeah. Oh, that was a song back in uh, about '67, and uh, you know, Jimmy Mac uh, by the Martha and the Vandellas. And uh, I was out of high school, riding around in my Mustang, and some girl one night said something. Oh, you're Jimmy Mac, aren't you? <laughs> and and there for a while, I was Jimmy Mac. There you are. Now he's got his own <laughs> theme song and everything. I got it, baby. All I need now is a. Podcast, I guess. Well, that's right. Your, <laughs> own, your own podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, that's what I'm shooting for.
0: We were laughing because, you know, everyone's taking this whole quarantine so seriously, and George is kind of getting a bad rap in the country because you guys were opening up so early. And on day one, you ran out and got a haircut. And I'm just, trying <laughs> to, I'm just trying to figure out why you felt it was so urgent to go <sighs> get your haircut on day one.
2: Well, I didn't run, okay? Number one, I didn't run. <laughs> okay. What Number, time was the appointment? The appointment was at one thirty. Okay, so you were you were one of the first ones in the state to get one. No, <laughs> and I was, you know, I was thinking back and forth. I told I told your mother even at ten o'clock. I don't know if I'm going or not. I'll let you know it. It's uh, it's eight, uh, at at uh, one o'clock. She's okay, but you you know you shouldn't be going. Your hair looks fine, you know. I said, honey. You know, somebody's got to step out. We got to step out so sooner or later. You know, you know. So I'm looking at my hair. I, I said, you know, I got to get the courage. So uh, <laughs> the good news, I mean, the good news is she stopped me. Let's see. I thought it was at one o'clock, you know, 1.30. And uh, <laughs> it was at 2.30. And she said, wasn't it 2.30? I looked it up and said, oh. <laughs> so I had a misfire to start with, right? Right. Well, what was the experience like with, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have yeah. to follow different
0: kind of guidelines now. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it, you know, again, it was scary. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. Don't tell anybody. I was scared. I was okay. scary driving down, the, you know, saying, what in the world am I doing? 72. I made it through Vietnam, three kids, three colleges uh, paying payments for all these kids. And now I'm going to blow it on one haircut. <laughs> and so I get down close, you know, so boy, this is nerve wracking. So and and first thing he said was, uh, don't come in. We will we will text you when it's your turn. Okay. So, so that's good. And I said, Well, that's good. And don't come down unless you have a mask. All right. Uh, so so I get down there, I'm really nervous. I look around, there's no cars there. And so uh I'm waiting on my call, of course, or my text, excuse me. And so she texts me and said, you know, you can come in now. So I start heading for the door and the door is wide open. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to open it. Right. I don't know if that was for my protection or her protection. Right. I guess both of us. Right. I guess. Right. <laughs> so I walk in and there she was and she's got a mask on. I got a mask. on. <laughs> Nobody else is there. And, uh, and, and and also I took another precaution. I, I went ahead and washed my hair at home. I figured uh, it'd be better for me not be laying down and hurt on top of, you know, right, right above right. my head, talking to me
0: and right. all of a sudden
2: sneeze or cough at me or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. It happened? So happen. I know. I know. So I washed my hair. So I I did that. And well, uh, how did she
0: cut? How did she cut your hair with yeah, your mask, mask on?
2: Well, you had to have a mask uh, with uh, with the uh, plastic around. Excuse me, the the bands around your ears only. Now I had some brand new ones made by a neighbor, and they didn't fit that way. But we had bought some cheaper ones that fit that way, you know, the elastic around your ears, right? And so uh, I took it. I really wanted to take one of the others because one of the others is a bulldog one, and uh, she's a big bulldog fan. Darn it! But I he couldn't wear it in there because it wouldn't it wouldn't allow her to cut, you know, while I, so you couldn't be fashioned forward during yeah. your haircut. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so it was okay. And I talked most of the time. I was so nervous. And uh, <laughs> the only thing that was risky is she said, "Now, can you?" T- Take off one of the bands while I, I do your sideburn. Woo! Oh,
0: now that I was scary. So You would take it off
2: and then. Yeah, and it, I would like hold your, hold yeah, your face. Real yeah, real close okay. to my face because I had a, a 95, no. uh, N, MP95. Is that what? right? Yeah, MP95. yeah, N95, yeah. Yeah. So I did both sides and, you know, that was it. Well, there he is, The one of the very first people after the quarantine <laughs> to
0: get his hair cut.
2: And it was a good one, too. Of course. Yeah, I hadn't it had one good. in two months.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so, so you did it, you you live a tell the tale. Yeah,
2: I feel good about it. I feel good. Yeah. I look <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> what was so, scarier, that or Vietnam?
2: Uh, it was close. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was only nineteen when I went to Vietnam, so I I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know to be scared right. at first. You knew what you're
0: getting yourself into now.
2: Yeah, seventy-two, you're older
0: and wiser, <laughs> but you still went you out. You
2: know, anything can take you out now. You know, even That's Corona right. can take you out now. I didn't want to go out That's that right. way at the barbershop.
0: Don't be, don't be pushing your luck.
2: That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I didn't want them to say, "How'd your dad die?" Corona got him in <laughs> the <barber> shop. <laughs> he made a mistake.
0: Out of everything else, been surviving cancer now for 20 years. Yeah. You've been, oh, been through Vietnam. Yeah, three kids, oh, and there it was. He decided to get yeah. his hair cut the day after, <laughs> after it, the quarantine. Tough decision.
2: <laughs> it really was. Oh, oh boy. All right. Well, thanks All for right. that story. Appreciate All you. Right. Thank you. All right, love, love you. you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
1: I heard that
2: Nobody can put me in a box
0: What'd he say?
1: Nobody can put me in a box
0: <laughs> Was he proud of his theme song?
1: He was no. He had his song, he was ready He thought you wanted to talk what, about his face t- FaceTime
0: he, cocktail is, uh, he is No, 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 we got a better story now <laughs> can't put him in a box. That's for sure. That's Lord. for sure.
1: Trust me. After 40, he's such a ham.
0: This family is such a ham.
1: 48 years. I wonder where you got oh. that from.
0: I know. Hey. I always want to think hey. I'm not like my dad, but then like things like that happen. I'm like, shit. Maybe I am. <laughs> um, okay. So I know you got The Alchemist. We've been talking about The Alchemist as a book that I was started to read and then my mom got a copy of it and uh, you're only what, 30 pages in? I am. But you saw a quote that you liked. I thought we could talk about it today. Um, the Alchemist, by the way, is a story about a guy that goes on a journey. And I think it's, it's supposed to be like the journey of life. But I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, got like – because I'm listening to it. I've got like an hour left. So I've, I'm about three-fourths the way in. Um, what did you – what do you think so far? Do you like it?
1: I love it. Of course, the premise is that we, that we all have a personal legend that uh, we are called to. And I'm I'm really loving it. It's a little fable about this young shepherd. Yeah. And I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm only on page thirty but I think it's. But there's gorgeous.
0: so many, you have to read it like really close because there's so many little nuggets in there yes. that are so uh, specific. To, I think anyone can use in their life. And so maybe over the next couple of days, you can just start sharing some of those and we can kind of talk about them because since I've, I'm reading the book too and I'm a little further ahead than you are, we can kind of discuss and cause I think there's a lot of wisdom in that book. So what do you, uh, what'd you find today?
1: Okay. So what I, what one thing I really liked, I mean, I've underlined a lot of things, but, um, This one is everyone seems to have a clear idea of how other people should lead their lives, but none about his or her own. Mm -hmm. We
3: are
0: very, very opinionated. I actually got mad at my sister this week and I probably shouldn't have, but she texts me. I know everyone's like just concerned about me and like what I should do with my life and how I should live it. And she's like, I just think that you should sell your house. And I'm like, and do what <laughs> and she's like rent an apartment i'm like rent an apartment for where like and like how how do i know where like i'll go like i don't know if i'm staying i hope i stay in san diego but i don't know if i am or not like I, there there hasn't been a firm job offer here yet uh so what am i supposed to do and you know she she always likes to give me life feedback, unsolicited life feedback that I haven't asked for. Um, But I mean, we all do that thing, right? Like we'll all look at other people's lives and think that we can judge somebody else.
1: It's about judgment. We're always judging. Yeah. Always judging other people. And people who say, I don't judge are lying.
0: Yeah. Because We we we
1: all do. We all do. It's human nature to judge others. And even worse when we judge ourselves.
0: I don't feel like you're very judgmental though, are you? Can you think of the last time that you were judgmental, even just in your thoughts? Cause it doesn't seem like a very Nancy Nancy thing to do. doesn't seem on brand.
1: I was judgmental when I was t- ranting and raving about the economy opening back up,
0: you yeah. know, to and me, like what, what people should do. Yeah. I
1: me retired and I could be quarantined for the rest of my life and be happy as a lark. Because right. I have everything I need. Shame on me. Yes, that was incredibly judgmental of me to say that we shouldn't open up the economy when people are starving. Yes, right. I'm embarrassed by that. But yes, that's a, that's the most recent case I can think of. But I'm sure I judge <laughs> every day. We all do.
0: Yeah. And like catching yourself in it it's hard it's a hard thing and i don't know why i think it's like to make ourselves feel different or better like that we're superior to other people i'm not sure but it's uh this one little nugget i think in the book that you um that you'll that you'll take and hopefully the rest of this week maybe this whole week mom you can just you, think you can read the book in a week it's not very big is it because i'm listening to it but it's only like it's only four hours to listen to
1: no it's an easy read
0: so maybe every day this week we can kind of talk about a quote in there that'd be f- that's fun that's for us fun. to do
1: Certainly. Okay. It's only about 150
0: uh, pages. There is something else too that I saw in the surveys that I wanted to bring to your attention because I feel like we could use some more of these kind of stories. Is People really liked your Studio 54 story. Oh, geez. And when you were wild back in the day. So do you think maybe for Thursday's show that we could have a story, a, a nancy Nancy throwback Thursday of a time that you were wild? Okay. Can you, can you give us a premise of what it's about?
1: <laughs> it's about New Year's Eve.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. And I have
1: another one about pretending I was old enough to drink and I wasn't.
0: Okay. When well, write those down so you don't forget.
1: Okay. <laughs> <And
0: we'll laughs> Why do you think Thursday? I'm getting forgetful? Well, because then, then Thursday we're all around. We'll be like, wait, what was it again? And then we won't oh, remember. And we'll be sitting here for true. 20 minutes. Then, what was that story? <laughs> all right. We got a lot to cover this week. I
1: know. It's another exciting week on Certified Mama's Boy. can't wait. That's
0: right. All right. Well, I love you. I love you forever. Okay, so tomorrow is Ask My Mom. It's a segment we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays where you can ask questions and get my mom's advice and my advice because there's nothing better than advice from strangers, and that's true. That's no sarcasm because it's kind of weird asking your friends questions sometimes. You're not sure if things are normal or not. So anyway, if you want to message me and be a part of the segment, you can go ahead and send me a message today, and then tomorrow we'll get to... Uh, ask my mom. I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. That's how most people message me, but you can also email me that guy Kramer at gmail.com. Uh, but this has been in my mind all week, and I don't know if it has been for you too. Uh, I, I keep thinking about the Ask My Mom from Thursday, which was the woman who came on and said that her husband has been um, really weird ever since quarantine because he's like, I don't want to like sleep in the same bed as you. And even though he's working from home, he doesn't want to watch the kids during the day. And so we're kind of like debating on, is that normal of how things are? And I really appreciate your phone calls. I really do. It really makes our show come alive. So, um, I want to get to some of those now about like is it weird was he or is he core and cheating in your mind our number 888 Kramer 8
3: Hey Kramer this is Andrea from Kearney Mesa. My husband is a firefighter paramedic of the city of San Diego and so obviously he's been around a lot of people and there's a pretty high potential that he or I at this point actually could have been exposed and I just can't imagine not having each other's support and love and connection and intimacy right now. And I guess I would rather sleep in the same bed with him when he's actually home or spend time together and have that nurture, nurturing and love rather than banishing him to the guest room or to the garage and not be able to spend even more time together than you know since we're already apart so often. I also think you're right that women's intuition is typically on point and if she's gotten to the point that she's asking there might be more to it and there might be something going on. So I think she should take anyone's advice with a grain of salt because at the end of the day it's her relationship and it's her life. Love the podcast, love you, love to mom and I can't wait to hear what comes next.
4: Hey, Kramer. Um, my name is Sarah. I am from San Diego. To be honest, it's a little suspicious. I am a nurse that works on the front line every day, and I come home and I change, I shower and before I touch my kids, before I touch my husband, and there is absolutely no reason for him to not be able to be with me physically, emotionally, mentally, Um, So, yeah, I do think that it is a little suspicious. Uh, Red flags definitely are flying there. And I agree with your mom. Um, She does need to make her significant other, let him know that her needs aren't met and that she wants to know the truth, that she deserves the truth, that she is risking her life every day to help others. And it's not fair for him to treat her in this way. I love the podcast. I love you. I love your mom forever.
0: Uh, a lot to think about. So anyway, tomorrow, a brand new uh, edition of Ask My Mom. And when we come back, we have got to talk about the time that literally a woman died while we were mid-bit. And I could never talk about it the whole entire time I was on the air. They asked me to like, just move on and don't ever discuss it. And I feel like that's really weird, too. It's Monday, Cheese May, All the good, juicy stories that you've been looking for next on the Certified Mamas Boy Podcast. Yeah, she literally died on the air. Um, well, mid-bit, I should say. Um, so Monday, we do a segment called Monday, Cheese May. And what this entails is... All the juice. Well, cheese may. I should define it for you at first. Cheese may in Spanish means gossip. And in the Latin culture, the cheesemoso so of the group is the one that always wants to know the good stuff, or they've got the juicy story. They're the one that's going to run their mouth, right? They're the narc. They're the the secret teller. Well, I happen to be that one of my last radio show, and so we made a segment up called Kramer's Cheese May that we did on Fridays, and I kind of became known as that. And so I I know that that's. Part of who I am, it's part of my personality, is to like share the gossip. So I turned this into a segment called Monday Cheese May, which we do every single Monday. It's like stories I was never able to tell you until now because – oh, I just dropped over my essential oils – because – uh, it was too like we the management wouldn't let me talk about it, or it was just uh, sponsors might get upset. But I don't have to worry about that no more. So here it was. Let me take you back to the year twenty fifteen, and I had this genius idea, which I kind of pulled, tried to pull it off on my mom. But the the movie Magic Mike Two had just hit movie theaters, and in my mind, I'm like what can we do with this? In the radio world, you always try to be topical and try to do something with it. So I'm like, hey, okay, Magic Mike 2 is coming out. What can I do with this? And I was like, it'd be funny to send someone's grandma to go see the movie and then like give us a review, sound familiar, of what the movie was like, right? So here it is, Friday show, go on the air, and we say, hey, call us up if you are willing to take your grandma to the movie theater like I'll buy the tickets but if you're willing to take your grandma to go see Magic Mike 2 then uh, and then call us back to give us a review of you know what she thought then then you know call us up got this young girl on the phone she's probably young 20s if I can remember so excited yeah I can't wait to go see that movie my grandma's always looking for things to go do we're always trying to uh look for outings I think this would be really fun she's she's spunky she's in a nursing home but I'm going to uh I'm going to take her to go see Magic Mike. I'm like, cool. So bought the movie tickets, sent them over. And I remember my producer, who was Ben at the time, I think tried to reach out to her on Sunday night to make sure that she was ready for her grandma to come on the next day. And the girl didn't get back to us, which is not abnormal, by the way. That happens a lot in radio where people get excited like in the moment and we have to come back and tell the story. They get nervous or grandma backed out or whatever. But I invested money at this point. I invested $20 on movie tickets. So I was going to make sure this bit went over. So Monday morning rolls around. I'm like, dude, have you heard from her? And he's like, no, nothing. I haven't heard a word. So we just keep waiting. He keeps calling. And I think it was probably about maybe, I think I probably just gave her, I said, just have her call my cell or text my cell. So I gave her my cell phone number. My cell goes off at about maybe eight o'clock. And this bit was supposed to go on the air about 840. And she's like, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but my grandma literally died over the weekend. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't remember if, I think we may have called her. I think I said, Hey, can I call you just to hear what happened? We won't put it on the air or anything. And she's like, sure. What had happened though, is like they went to see the movie and that night grandma had rolled out of bed, hit her head and she passed away. And now I've never had someone die mid bit before. So I really had no idea how to handle the situation. So I remember like talking to my boss quickly. Cause I think we'd already teased this, right? We'd already teased like, Hey, coming up in a couple of minutes, it's a grandma that's going to be, you know, giving her a review of magic Mike 2. And so I went and talked to my boss. I'm like, we already like, planned on this. I don't know how to handle it. And he was like, don't just don't mention it. Just move on. Act like it never happened. Play a song there and just move on with the show. So we did. We just act like it never happened. And to this day, I guess I've always wondered, like, did that really happen? Cause sometimes people just like want to get free stuff out of things. And I, I don't want to think the worst out of people, trust me, I don't. But it's such it was such bizarre timing for granny to pass away. Uh I don't I don't think the poor girl made it up, but Uh, It's a story that I was never able to share that happened in my radio career, the time the woman literally died mid-bit and didn't know where to go with it. Ugh. At the end of every single show, I give you the good news from the coronavirus, and there's always something good to find, right? We talk about trying to find the positives in negative situations. I don't know if you are on Apple Podcast or not, but if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, go back and look at the most recent review, at least it was when I logged on this morning. And um, this woman, actually, let me read it to you word for word, because it was kind of funny. Um, this is a girl named Cynthia... S i n t h u a. She said, "Please keep doing the podcast daily. Love listening to your mom and just the different stories you have. My teenage daughters were bummed when you left nine three three, but we're excited to listen. If you, um, if anything, you should try to focus on setting your mindset a little more positive. I know that's hard, but my my daughters think that you are so depressed." <laughs> It's fine, Uh, but that's the thing, like finding the positives, right? And this is, uh, that's the point of this segment. We always end it positively. No matter what's going on in the episode today, we always want to talk about the positive things going on in the world. And our first story comes out of Italy, uh, who's been hit, I think, the hardest by anybody. I think they said half the people in Italy are out of work, which is nuts. Uh, but they have brought back an old tradition, um, which is basically like paying it forward. It's called suspended coffee is um, the the term they used to use. And the concept pretty much is that you would pay for the person – like you, when you're buying a cup of coffee, you would pay for two cups and then someone that didn't have – Money for a cup will then come and be able to get it, right? Paying it it. same kind of concept. Well, now they're doing something called suspended shopping. Shop owner Michela Buccilli says
4: suspended coffee has been replaced with suspended grocery shopping. The customer who has something, says Buccilli, leaves something for those who don't. Buccilli gives the gifted food to a local aid group that distributes it to the needy. Suspended shopping is an act of charity in which the donor doesn't show off and the recipient doesn't have to show gratitude.
0: I'm always trying to preach that, man. If you've got anything you can do extra right now, even if it's not give money, but if you've got any way to provide some kind of extra happiness in this time, please, 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 please please do it. And this just made me feel good because I'm a big fan of Fred Rogers, who, of course, is Mr. Rogers. Um, I just, I don't know. He's always probably because I grew up watching him and he's always just a happy, safe, fun place to go. And even as an adult, there's so many great quotes he's had that can really, I think, speak to us as even adults now. Well, Mr. Rogers used to actually have his own quarantines back in the day because he had all these breathing problems. So he would actually spend summers, a lot of summers cooped up in the house and talk about positives coming out of his quarantine. It's like, that's where he started to imagine all of these characters, where that we kind of grew up with if you're my age younger one maybe who's mr rogers during those times when he was often alone he turned to his imaginary friends and he
1: turned to his puppets um, as ways to entertain himself and to create stories many of those puppets uh, we have become
5: familiar with as those creations that are part of the mr rogers neighborhood
1: Daniel Striped at Tiger, for instance, King Friday, Queen Sarah Saturday, a puppets that all represented things that were important to Fred Rogers in his
0: life. And at the end of every show, I leave you with a made me laugh, something I saw online, made me giggle. Hopefully it will for you as well. Did grown men say giggle? Straight grown men say giggle. I don't think so. Made me laugh. Um, I saw this one, and actually, it's cool because it's for a fundraiser. I'll put the link over in the show notes. This guy's name is uh, Peter Hollins, and he's actually doing this for charity, so it's really cool. What he did was he took a he took a, a ton of popular songs and turned them into a quarantine edition of it. And uh, now every all of his YouTube views get turned into uh, a donation. I think for No Kid Goes Hungry. Maybe I'm wrong. Beating America, one of those. Uh, anyway, so go check it out in the show notes.
2: Lockdown. Lockdown. and this is crazy.
3: It's all too hard, pressed to eliminate it so we can save your grandma.
0: Again, uh, check out that video in the show notes. It's for charity. It can do good. And it's actually funny. If you at like that little clip, you'll love all of it. Over in uh, the show notes. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much. I would love it if you could share this episode with one of your friends. Tomorrow we should be talking more about numbers um, because I think tomorrow is going to be a milestone show. So tomorrow we'll talk about that. Plus, uh, we... Are going to do Ask My Mom tomorrow on the show where you get to write in questions. I thought since we did get a ton of calls on advice, I'll leave you today with a couple more of those and I will see you tomorrow. Feel free to call anytime too. 888-Kramer8. Bye. Hi, Kramer. Um, I, I'm listening to your episode
5: 29 is the quarantine cheating. Um, I feel bad for that girl because um, I definitely feel weird if my husband all of a sudden didn't want to sleep in the same bed with me and making all kinds of excuses to stay away from me just because I'm still leaving the house and working. We still, obviously, we still sleep in the same bed, but I, yeah, it would be weird for me if, if he started doing that. I, I definitely feel like something's going on. She needs
3: to do a little bit more investigating. Love you forever. Hi Kramer, this is Yancy. It's
4: your Las Vegas ambassador Stephanie calling again. Um, I wanted to let you know that my husband is still going into the office every day uh, with a small crew of his coworkers. And I am working at home right now during this pandemic and still sleep in the same bed. Um, we haven't really changed anything about his daily routine. Like, he doesn't come home and shower. He actually doesn't even go home and change. He just comes home and washes his hands. No, we can really put too much shit into it. So, anyway, uh, that's what we're doing your show.
5: Bye. Hey, Creamer, it's Andrea from Chula Vista. I think it would be important to know if he's the type A type of person where it's like, even if someone is sick, he's like get away from me if he's super germaphobe if he's already that person that takes those extra precautions when anything comes up then i don't see it that much of a red flag but for example if my boyfriend uh, was telling me hey you can't sleep with me and he's already like i'm good like nothing's gonna happen we're good don't worry about it i'll be like "Mm mm, something is wrong so i think she should really know his consistency and his personality and to see if this would be like a common trait and if he is that kind of person to be very extra cautious and extra success for everything then maybe it's not that big of a deal. It just should be like hey, let's just compromise a little bit. Thank you. Keep going the podcast. Please, please, please don't do any less podcasts because I just love hearing you talk every day. So, thank you. Bye, Kramer.